and welcome to another episode of the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network. So thank you for tuning in at the bmgnetwork.com or the BMG Network's YouTube channel or major podcast platform. Let's talk about 2024. And you know, when I say 2024, I'm talking about the presidential election. And you know, I can't talk about the presidential election in 2024 without talking about Donald Trump, former president Donald Trump, number 45, as some people call him. Now, there's a lot of talk, has been a lot of talk, and will continue to be a lot of talk about what Donald Trump's decision will be in 2024. There are many people who are absolutely certain that he's going to run, and there are many people who want him to run, and of course, there are many people who don't want him to run. You, you run the whole gamut when it comes to Donald Trump on any particular topic, particularly 2024. Now, he recently said that he has already made that decision. He is no longer contemplating whether he's running in 2024. Decision has already been made. What he said was that he has to decide still when he's going to make that announcement, when he's going to tell the people if he's running. Now, I'm not one to ask, you know, what he's going to do, because I don't know. In 2016, I... I, in the beginning, did not did not believe that that Donald Trump was running for president. No way. Seems so far fetched. And he shocked me. So, again, I'm that one to ask. So he said he knows already and that all he has to decide now is when to announce his decision. If he's going to announce before the November midterms or if he's going to announce afterwards. That's what he supposedly said, that that's the only thing he's still weighing when his announcement will be made before the midterms or after the midterms. So it's very interesting. He did also say apparently that his base would be angry if he doesn't run. Now he was recently in Alaska doing a rally for former governor, former vice presidential nominee, Sarah Palin showing his support for her run for Congress and also for Kelly Shabaka running for Senate and also speaking well and putting his support behind Governor Mike Dunleavy, who is running for reelection. And while he was there, he sort of dropped, well, he dropped a couple things and I'll talk about that, but he sort of dropped a hint that, that he is running. You, you just never, you just never know with Trump. You know, it's interesting because some people drop these hints and you're like, ah, oh, man, they're just pulling people's leg. They ain't doing nothing. But with Trump, man, that's what I was saying in 2016. And when he came down that escalator and announced that he's running, I'm like, oh my goodness, dude is really running. And then of course he ran with it and he won and, and did a very good job. Although there are people who don't want to give him that credit. Well, we'll talk about that too. But but when I say we're going to talk about him dropping a few things, did you catch him dropping the F-bomb in Alaska? I mean, it's not the first time Trump has dropped the F-bomb. And for those who were hating on him because he dropped the F-bomb, you know, let's not forget that when, when Joe Biden was Vice President Biden and President Barack Obama in 2010 signed the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, Biden introduced the president of the United States, gives him a hug, maybe forgets that he's mic'd, 
And he says, this is a big effing deal. Do you remember that? So for those of you who, who want to give Trump an extra hard time about dropping the F-bomb, remember, he's not he's not the only one to do that. That doesn't that doesn't make it <laughs> that doesn't make it right, I guess. Uh, so so let's talk a, a, a little bit about that, because, you know, there are people who didn't like Donald Trump because of stuff like that, because of the things that he says, because he got on Twitter, which he's no longer on Twitter, obviously, but because he got on Twitter and he called people out because he was the counterpuncher that he said he was because he wasn't quote unquote presidential. There are people who wanted him out of office. There are people who didn't support him. There are people who still don't like him. And there are people who, you know, when they think about him being president again, they think about the way that he spoke. And as many people have said, so say I, you know what? You wanted somebody nice and you know what you got? You got Joe Biden, who's really not all that nice, first of all. Second of all, you people were willing to exchange someone who loved the country as much as Trump does. And I truly believe he does. Someone who's willing to fight for the country, someone that other nations took seriously because they know that Trump ain't playing and they know with Biden, you know, he comes across as, as weak and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the president, uh, the current president, but he's not seen as a strong person, a strong leader. He, uh, this administration is an absolute mess. We're in a place that nobody could have imagined we would be both socially and, and economically and in every other Lee you could come up with. It's just, it's just ridiculous, but people were willing to sell out efficiency and strength because they wanted somebody sweet who wasn't going to get on Twitter and diss people, I guess. Now, I'm not encouraging dropping the F-bomb. Really not. And I'm not even encouraging coming up with nicknames for folks in the way that Trump, Trump did. And I'm not endorsing him for president at all. I'll get back to that. But I am saying that we are living in a time, just as we were when Trump was president, that we need major, you know, we need a strong major leader. We're not in the time to be sweet. And that doesn't mean you have to drop the F-bomb. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying we needed someone to stand up for the country and we needed a turnaround and we need it even more now. And so I was willing to, to deal with, not that I had a choice, but I was willing to deal with him saying some things that maybe we didn't want him to say because he was getting the job done. And if you're paying attention or if you did pay attention, you know that he was a good president. You may not have liked the way he came off. You may not have liked the fact that he counterpunched. You may not have liked, you may not have thought he was presidential, whatever that means, but he did a good job and now we're in a mess. And so my question is, if he does run in 2024, if he is the Republican nominee in 2024, are people willing 
to go, whether it's Biden or whether it's someone else, I can't imagine Biden running again. But whoever's on the other side, are you willing to sacrifice getting the job done for the betterment of this nation, getting this nation back on the right track for somebody who's sweet and, and kind and, and going to fist bump, you know, <laughs> folks in other, in other nations are, you know, is that what you're, is that what you're looking for? Or do you want America to be great again? Hello. So I want to come back to what I said I was coming back to, and that is I'm not endorsing Donald Trump for president. I'm not saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's got to be he's got to be the man. He's got to be the nominee. He, you know, if he runs, I'm not saying that at all because I'm not I'm not putting my support behind anybody until I know all who's, you know, all the people running. OK, now. So so that's definitely not not what I'm saying. Adrian Ross is not saying that she's going to support Donald Trump regardless. I like Donald Trump. I know he's I know he's edgy. I know he can be his mouth. You know, we're talking about that right now. I, I understand that. I know he's a tough guy. I know people. He rubs people the wrong way and all that. But I also know. I just like the guy. I think he loves the country um, and I believe he's got the best interest of the country in mind and he did a good job and I believe he'll continue to do a good job. Okay, so I like him. That doesn't necessarily mean that I want to be president. I can't say that until I know who's running. Okay, and so when I know who's running, we'll talk. We'll talk about that at the time. But that so that's not my point. My point is not to make some push for Donald Trump to necessarily run in 20 in 2024. I'm saying that I hope. I hope that we can get past wanting Mr. Nice Guy and instead opt for somebody who knows what they're doing and someone who's going to do a good job. And that's not Biden. And if you don't if you don't acknowledge that, then you just I don't know what to say. It's polls. The the approval rating is horrible. It's horrible. The Democrats don't even want him to run for the most part. They don't want this guy to run. His numbers are horrible, just like Vice President Kamala Harris's numbers. Horrible. We don't want her either. Okay, we absolutely don't don't want her either. We you know, we've got people who are going to support someone else other than a Republican regardless. You know, you've got people who think like Nancy Pelosi. You've got people who who think, you know, like Maxine Waters, who look like they're going to explode when you mention Donald Trump. And I, I'm specifically, particularly talking about Maxine Waters. I mean, she's like she's off the hook. And you have people out there, voters who think like that. They just can't stand Trump. He wasn't. He wasn't a racist. He wasn't a bad guy, you know, before he was a Republican on the ticket. Everybody, you know, people love Donald Trump and, and, and all that. And then all of a sudden, you know, he was against their side and then he was a bad guy. All of a sudden he's a racist. All of a sudden this, that and the other thing, you know, he's not very artful necessarily in the, in the things that he says all the time. OK, that doesn't make him a racist. <laughs> And that doesn't mean he can't be president of the United States. I am, again, not endorsing him. 
But I am saying that I hope that people have awakened. Be, I mean, people, I mean, listen, Biden has done a horrible job. The economy is horrible. Foreign relations. Oh, my goodness. Afghanistan. Can we talk about that? You know, I mean, he's he just he, he's and, and, you know, his health. I don't know who these people are. If they knew his the condition, his health, mental, physical, et cetera, I mean, if they knew that and then pushed him to run anyway, that's a scary, sad, abusive thing. And I really can't imagine them push, putting him out there again. And I know that there are people on, on the left who don't want him to run, <laughs> okay? But I also know that there are people on the left who hate the right so much, they'd sell out the country. Just, you know, just to stick it to the right, you know, and and if Trump's on the ticket, there are people out there who are foolish enough that they would opt for the left just because they hate Trump so much. And I and I mean, they hate Trump. I don't you know, sometimes we say haters and we know. I mean, there are folks who hate Trump. You know, and. And so we'll have to see how it goes down. But I'm, I'm begging people to put the country above personality and put the country above party. Whoever's running, you know, we've got to look beyond personality, former tweets, even dropping that F-bomb, which, you know, I don't like the F word, but... That's not enough to make me not vote for the best person for the job if the best person for the job dropped the F-bomb. And again, nobody on the left seemed to mind too much from I don't recall much complaining when Biden was caught saying this was a big effing deal to President Obama. So, of course, we've got selective outrage anyway. That's what partisanship will do. We've got to get beyond partisanship and we've got to do what's right for the country. And what we have right now, God bless him. God bless him. But what we have right now in the, in the Oval Office is not the best that we can have as a country. It's, it's not. I'm believing that there will be a turnaround. I'm not believing that the, the best days of America are behind us. I, I'm praying and believing that, that God is, is moving and working and he still has his hand on this country. We need that. But we play a part of that. We have been entrusted with great responsibility. Our, our votes, our votes matter. So let's do the right thing. Let's do the right thing for the nation. Will that be Trump? I don't know. We'll have to see. I know one thing. If he's anywhere in the vicinity of the conversation, it's going to be interesting. It won't be dull. Guarantee you that. So let's see what happens. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Adrian Ross Show. And if you enjoy the show... Please subscribe, please leave a rating and a review, and please share with other people. The Adrian Ross Show, please share with other people. And again, 
go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or, or wherever you listen and leave a rating and a review. Much, much, much appreciated. God bless you abundantly. And I'll catch you on the next episode of The Adrian Ross Show. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.